city of Surrey has indicated that they want to go back to the RCMP. So my responsibility of ministers as public safety is to ensure that there is a proper plan in place that would allow that. Uh, as I said, there's been work that's been done to date, a lot of work, but there are still uh, more information required. Uh, my ministry will be working with uh, both uh, uh, all the parties concerned to ensure that we're able to get that, that, that information so that the, uh, uh, there is a, a plan that's fully assessed and uh, that we're able to, uh, to make a decision on. One of the biggest news stories this week in Metro Vancouver, of course, the non-decision by the British Columbia government with respect to the Surrey police transition. The mayor of Surrey, Brenda Locke, saying the request by the minister to provide even more information is, quote, a waste of time. Here to talk more about it is Dr. Rob Gordon, who is a professor of criminology at Simon Fraser University, uh, to talk about all of this. Rob, good morning. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Good morning to you. It's good to have you with us again. Uh, we've talked about the Surrey policing problem on this program before, Rob, and uh, there were so many issues that uh, we discussed at that time. It all boils down now basically to money and, and costs and that sort of thing, or it also could you have to consider that there are nine seats in the British Columbia legislature directly affected by this decision. So it's very political in addition to being a public safety issue, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it really, of course, the priority should be the public safety issue, not that they should be given a blank check, but um, we should be mindful of the fact that politics and policing don't mix, and uh, there should be clear separations between um, the decisions around the Surrey uh, policing situation. Um, and I'm not confident at this point uh, that that's going to happen. Uh, it, obviously, Minister Farnworth has uh, a difficult decision to make. Uh, he won't make it on his own. Obviously, there'll sure. be a lot of support, but it's still a very, very difficult decision. It's quite tricky. Well, and again, we've already got now, we're hearing stories from inside the policing situation in Surrey. We're hearing, for example, from the Mounties that uh, number, uh, they're saying a considerable number, their quote, not mine, a considerable number of Surrey Police Service members have already approached the Mounties saying, look, if the, if the decision goes against us, uh, we'd like to enter your fast track program to join the RCMP, stay where we are and continue our work. And of course, the other side of that coin, the Surrey Police Service saying, pretty much the same thing is happening to them from Mounties in Surrey. So, again, inside the policing service itself, there's this whole conflict playing out. Well, yes, and that, that's not good from the point of view of routine policing work or, for that matter, a crime investigation in the Surrey area. And it's one particular municipality that most certainly needs stability in its policing situation. Indeed. Well, so I don't... I was just going to say, yeah, you I, and I have talked about this in the context, and, and we did it a few months ago, Rob, uh, in the context of this policing business going on with a gang war happening, at this, a shooting gang war going on at the same time. Yeah, well, that, that, that of course, is a regional issue as opposed to a, uh, something that's singularly focused on the municipality. But certainly it's an area that's being hit hard by uh, by that sort of stuff. So... Having instability in, the, in police investigations is not helpful. Right. Um, and, 
and I don't I don't see how it, it can be viewed any other way, quite frankly. So uh, what sort of uh, pressure is there? I mean, the pressure must be ferocious to begin with, but because it's been building and building and going on for months and it's still unresolved, there must be tremendous pressure to get this thing done on the government uh, uh, in, in Victoria. And yet they're not quite willing to make a decision yet. As What, what are your projections, Rob? What do you think? How much more time are they going to ask for before they finally <laughs> do something well the important thing is not to be spooked into making a series of bad decisions sure uh, otherwise we'll pay for it a long for a long time a long way down the road uh, i think that um at this point it has to be viewed uh the issue has to be viewed through the lens of the special committee uh, on reforming the police act which uh, was released back in in April. It had been that's last year, and had been uh, underway for uh, quite a few months. Big public consultation on a province-wide issue uh, is how to better organise and deliver policing services across BC. Now that report, which I thought was extremely good, um, that report came up with a series of recommendations, the most pronounced one in terms of the issues that we're discussing now and that have arisen now, was that there be uh, a reversal uh, to, um, to a provincial police service, which is something we had way back. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it, it was at that point that, of course, uh, contracting with the RCMP came up and individual municipalities began to start their own police services. So it's a a mess that goes back quite a long way. And no one one has had the the strength to go ahead and try to resolve it, which is regrettable. Mm -hmm. Now, that report actually contains uh, a number of issues that I think uh, bear close scrutiny, and the idea of having uh, a total top-to-bottom reorganization of the delivery of police services in BC that incorporates the Surrey issue, uh, I think that's the way to go for, for the minister. Right. Um, I've no doubt that his, his troops are uh, advising him uh, on the feasibility of that, the time span involved in that, and so forth. But that's the starting point. And frankly, um, it's an urgent matter. It needs to be at the top of the priority list, not stuck at the bottom somewhere um, where, where it might die. Right. Uh, it, it's, a, it's important for the people of, um, of Surrey, but it's equally important for the people of, of BC. I mean, it, there's been lots of choruses now um, they're singing the same hymn, which is, uh, you know, we need to get on with this issue of regionalizing policing in the province. Right. What we have is untenable. So we'll, we'll see what comes of that. And it's even more difficult because there's no clear decision uh, in terms of, of uh, a majority. Well, certainly you look at the numbers. Look at that last election. I mean, huge numbers in favor of this or that. It's been so close all along that that there really isn't a, a, a database of voter uh, sentiment, Rob, that would allow a politician particularly to go, oh, well, I'm going with the majority on this one. See ya. There isn't a clear majority, is there? 
Uh, No, but at the same time, I don't think we should be, uh, on the policing issue, I don't think we should be driven entirely by the politics of consensus. I I think it's a a tough thing to to tackle. Um, But you've got to uh, bear in mind that whichever way you go, there's going to be people who are upset at you. Indeed. And, um, you know, that, that the strength of a, of a politician comes, I think, very much in their ability to override those kinds of parochial concerns. Uh, it, at the moment, as I've said, it is unfortunate it's being looked at solely through the lens of Surrey. I mean, this is a good starting place, um, great trigger for larger scale reforms. Um, but I'm afraid that by postponing um, uh, any decision on, on this issue, not, look, not appearing to be moving forward mm-hmm. in a meaningful way, it's going to be damaging politically for the government of the day. And, of course, whoever comes behind is going to have to pick up this, this particular challenge and get on with it, too. So are you uh, comfortable that perhaps uh, within the next, say, couple of months this is going to be resolved one way or another, Rob? Or you, you think they're going to just kick this can down the road as long as they can? I don't think they can kick it down the road any further. It's a very dented can. Sure. And, and I honestly don't I don't think that it can be uh, set aside. Um, how far away are we from the election? Well, it's a matter of, of a year, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, this is the year that most politicians see as being the build-up for uh, for an election, and in, in that year, you only want to be delivering good news. Um, so, you know, there's a there's a way in which they can deliver good news, uh, and I, I think they need to get on and do that. Minister Farnworth is not a silly man. He he understands this issue. He, he should. He's been lectured to on it numerous times. Right, but. And he's, he's the keeper of the information, too. I mean, I can comment on this, but I don't have all the facts. Um, it, it, it seems to me, though, that this, this squabble, um, which is what it is, needs to be addressed quickly for the sake of the people of Surrey um, and, and also to see it as a win-win situation for the government of the day by... Just simply saying, look, uh, okay, we're going to. We've got this big report that we spend a lot of time and money. I said, all party recommendation. It should sail through uh, through the through the legislature because it, every party was represented um, in, in that. There's a good set of recommendations to deal with a range of policing issues. So let's say, okay, hold the line for the minute, but set a timeline. Uh, of several months, and in that time, we will have a plan to move ahead uh, to, uh, to towards a, a provincial police service, um, which, by the way, is being picked up on by other provinces, mm-hmm. in, uh, including our neighbour. Um, but we won't go there for the minute. <laughs> it, it's it, it's a it, an interesting time for police reform in in, in Canada. Uh, and this is a this Surrey issue. I think is the key is a trigger uh, for what uh, what can happen here. No question about it. Rob, thanks very much for this. Appreciate your insight as always, and good to have you back. Yes, right. Well, I, pleasure to be with you. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.